Did you guys see that video of that Bengals fan that was wearing the like uh, Bengals like Zubas uh, overalls that was getting escorted out by the cops and some dude came up to talk to him and he headbutted the guy and like knocked him out cold and the dude did the like two step stagger back and then just like slumped over on the ground. I'll find it. It was awesome. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is my legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers. We talk about college football. We talk about lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. You can send us emails to wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. And you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Podcast Center, and Stitcher. We're also on Instagram at wheelroutepodcast. So fire away. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at LogwanTheDawn. I'm coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida, where it continues to rain every day and starting to get a little starting a little worried about my weekend golf situation. Um, so anyhow, if we could maybe just ease it up for 72 hours or so, give the courses a break, that would be nice. Um, otherwise, thankful for the rain and happy. Uh, my, my, my skin is happy for the rain. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where it was gray and autumnal pretty much all day today. I don't, I don't think the sun poked its little head wow. out at us at all. Cozy boy season. Boy, you're telling me. Um, I'm on Twitter.com, at Shank Jordan. Logan, I want to extend my condolences, my thoughts, my prayers to you and the rest of Heat Nation on mm. failing to acquire one Damian Lillard. Uh, I know that's heavy on your heart. But... Godfather. The Godfather was not able to pull it off yet again. Who would have thought? <laughs> I'm sure you guys will make a nice, spirited Eastern Conference semifinal run once again. You know, we've, we're on to just acquiring Giannis in two summers anyway, so that's fine. Okay. Eyes on the prize. That's good. Winners don't trade what they want most for what they want now, Logan. Right. Anytime you're uh, kicking yourself because you didn't pick up Brad Beal, you have not had a good run of things. And so That's right. Uh, my name is Jason Crick. I am also in the friendly city of Harrisonburg, where, yeah, it was it was every bit of fall. Like, honestly, most of the week already. Um, has kind of had kind of been very gray and, and moist for most of the week. Uh, I did sneak out and get nine holes in this afternoon. It was delightful. Jordan, I played peak and I hit. I told myself going and I was going to hit seven drivers and I did. Nice. So it was fun. It was, it was a new how look at things. How many off the deck? Play the same ball the whole nine. Uh, I I did not lose a ball until nine when I went OB. Oh, left. go figure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, it was good. Uh, three three was nerve wracking. That was an exciting one. But yeah. Um. Right through the shoot. Pull out the bunt driver. Or did you just no. send it? I just wailed on it. Had 35 yards in. Love that. Still found a way to make par. Um, but yeah, it's it's every bit of fall. I think the temperature is supposed to to pop back up here shortly, sometime in the next few days, which will be nice. One last one last run for glory. But um, yeah. 
Yeah. Excellent. You guys drinking anything lovely this evening? No, just more uh, San Pellies. Good. You out of the protocols? Not yet. Really? Mm. Yeah. Are you really feeling uh, better? Yeah, it's continuing to trend better. Okay. Still light, mild symptoms, um, and still popping positives. So. Oh, okay. That's why. Uh, Those antibodies hang on for a while. Yeah. So. Jason, uh, I, have a, I have a fat tire ale. Wow, throwback. That's like the original like sweet bro craft beer. Yeah. The the, uh, the Martin's Pick Six rack was uh, was loaded with like replete mid teens mid 2000 teens beers. It was great. Well, that's a subtle flex get your six pick at Martin's. Those things are like those are expensive compared to the other. It bumped up a little bit. I think this one was only like 1250. It wasn't bad. Okay. Honestly, the price of Six packs have gone up. Freaking Shinerbach was like twelve ninety nine or something. That was ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so. I do love a Shinerbach though. I do love. A um, speaking of Shinerbach, I have a uh, a stubby bottle of banquet beer. Ooh, love that. Yes. So you can get these at the Win Dixie. Who knew? American icon, Win Dixie. Well, we know now. That's right, uh, guys. Before we get started, it's not quite game time, but I do have a bit of a trivia exercise to run by you love this, this. Was, uh you know the reels uh on the gram sometimes feature like guy on the street asking sports questions tiny mic uh, man so this one i liked and i didn't get it completely correct so we're, i'm gonna throw it out to you we're not gonna hem and haw about this you're just gonna go off the top how, how many can you put together so there are five uh, Division One college football schools that play their home games in NFL stadiums. Oh, gosh, who are the five? Pittsburgh. It's yeah. Yes. Um, Houston. No, not anymore. They used to, or they they play some games in Reliant, but they maybe they guess they don't anymore. Um, Miami. Yes. Gosh, that's hard. NFL NFL stadiums. There's no think. nobody in LA. I'm trying to run through my NFL. Yeah. I'm trying does, right, does, so does either does, Arizona or Arizona State play at no. no? Okay. So Logan, there's one closer to you that I thought you would get. Oh, USF. Yeah. USF. Wow. Right. They play in Raymond James. The other two does were tough. Buffalo? No. So there's multiple stadiums in bu- football stadiums in Buffalo. That's wild. Yeah, turns out the Buffalo Bulls, the Bulls. do not play. The, the, the two Buffalo remaining, Bulls. let's hear it, are UNLV, uh, they play uh, Allegiant, home of the Raiders, yeah. and Temple plays at the link. Oh, I knew that too. I don't think yeah. I knew that. That's fun. I mean, it makes sense. I don't know why I thought Temple would have its own football stadium, but. Well, who would have thought that Buffalo had their own football stadium? Fair point. Fair learn, point. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Turner Turner Gill and them boys. Just kidding. I don't think he's been the coach there for a while. But <laughs> <laughs> thank excellent, you, Jordan. Excellent trivia question, Jordan. That was very good. Um, all right, we'll keep it moving here. Mel Tucker officially fired today. Yeah. Um, we had some sassy lawyer uh, lawyering going on in the public arena, which yeah. I love to see. I love nothing more than just like really giving it to someone in the yeah. very 
professional manner. Le legally um, ease with a super petty agenda is always entertaining. Yeah. Circumstances, yeah. not great. Legally is hilarious. Right. So this does allow us to officially, for the first time, fire up right. the coaching carousel tracker. The so, so we are, the, we have engaged the consulting firm. We're on it. Um, do we want to officially put any names under the Michigan State column? I still think it's Bronco. If he's interested, I, I think love Bronco's got to be on the list. I think that's as good a choice as any and has the benefit of like, hell, you can announce that hire like the third week of October if you want to. Yeah, he could start interning now. He could bring Breaker and Jaker and Ryder and Cutter and <laughs> Raider. Raider, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, <laughs> These are his children's names, Jason. It's just wild to me. <laughs> How soon... The casual fan forgets. <laughs> yes. And to be clear, it was a long time ago. It was almost immediately. I'm wondering if there's like a, well, I'm guessing they're probably going to want to go for like a guy who's been a head coach that hasn't had any problems. <laughs> so they probably aren't going to go like high profile assistant. I can't really necessarily think of high profile assistant that I would uh, posit for this, but I'm just, you know, sometimes those come out of left field. A little bit. I think there's someone on LSU's staff that has Michigan State ties. Maybe their defensive coordinator that I feel like I heard some some smoke around. Um, but I think people do tend to overplay. Um, like he has ties. Like um, the maybe, maybe the forecast pointed out today that uh, Josh McDaniels started his college coaching career at Michigan State <sighs> as a GA, Delicious. which Gross. would be. Delightful in so many different directions. Josh McDaniels has the kind of like, he wears the visor in the manner that someone who commits crimes wears a visor. You know what I'm saying? Like, pulls it down way too hard. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like squinching his, his, his head down. He looks like, you know, it's a mugshot visor is really, is really what it is. It's disappointing. You do hate to see yeah. that. I'm disappointed no NFL coaches rock the, the, the tall brim. It's kind of surprising. Like the big crease? What are you talking about? Like the Steve Spurrier visor. Oh, they don't. Yeah, wear the big visor. It feels like everybody wears the like Lane Kiffin, like the ball caps. Oh, got it. Visor. Okay, got the the golf style visor kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. but like, got yeah, they, I believe they call that a tour visor. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, but like Steve, Steve Spurrier wears the tour visor. He's a big golf guy. So. I say kind of kind of lines up. Makes sense. Sounds like maybe we should put Steve Spurrier on the list. Maybe he brings it out of retirement for Michigan State. How much do you think you would have to pay Steve Spurrier to convince him to go to East Lansing and coach college football again? To recruit in this landscape. Gosh. It would be terrible. Um, okay. All right. So we have Bronco, Bronco Mendenhall on the list. Um, do we want to put anybody else on the hot seat while we have the carousel spinning? Ooh. Uh, I mean, we talked. We, Dana, we touched briefly on Gundy. Dana is um, on a scorching hot seat, I believe. Who? Dana, Mister oh. Red Bull himself. Yeah, I said we talked. We touched briefly on Mike Gundy. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one. Mike yeah. Gundy is Matt Campbell on a warm seat. I think, I think, I think this year would have to crater for it to actually be hot, but I think there's. There's embers. <laughs> I also don't know enough about like Iowa State's institutional expectations. Like, do they recognize like, yeah, 
Matt Campbell's as good as we're going to get, probably. Like, we're not going to run him out of town for one bad year. Or is it like, oh, he showed we can compete at a high level. Let's get somebody else in here so we don't lollygag and rest on our laurels. I don't know what the Cyclone mentality is. Yeah. Did you know Iowa State has only ever had one? No, I don't think they've ever had a 10-win season. Wow. I mean, I don't think I knew that, but it doesn't super shock me. Right, it doesn't. But let me let's just look here real quick. Uh, okay, so they were four and eight last year. All right, so they're off to a two and two start here, and I believe got run out the gym. Was it by South Alabama, or was that Mike Gundy's team that got run out the gym by South Alabama? That was Mike Gundy's team. Yeah, okay. That was okay State. Um, that's right. Oh, Iowa State lost to Ohio ten to seven on the road. Not quite getting run out the gym by USA, but that's fine. They were seven and six the year before, nine and three, seven and six, eight and five, eight and five, three and nine. This is getting us back into twenty. They were three and nine in twenty fifteen and sixteen, and then they went on a nice little run. But they've only really like eight and like nine and three is their best year. I feel like we kind of nine and three is a great year at Iowa State, and I think Jordan, you're probably yeah. on it. Like maybe Iowa State knows that it's not going to get a whole lot better. I don't know that they have their they have aspirations on winning national championship at Iowa State, but I don't know. It seems like this they're headed for divorce. Maybe he's not on a hot seat, but again. An amicable parting of it ways. It could be a parting of ways. All right. So Matt Campbell, we'll put a, a fat question mark next to him. Um I don't think there's any SEC jobs unless unless we think Jimbo is getting warm. I don't know. Vanderbilt getting antsy. They ready for a new head coach? Feels like <laughs> Now, Clark, cycle. Clark Lee was in his first year last year, right? Okay. And I think, like, they've been friskier, but I don't know. I feel like they started the season off okay, and, and I haven't really I think they're – That I mean, when I, they get over Vanderbilt, Florida in, like, three weeks will be will go a long way to keep Clark Lee's job. They made a huge deal about this new um, – they have, like, this huge athletics campaign that they're pushing for fundraising, and hmm. their football stadium is – famously like 24,000 seats right now because they're rebuilding a bunch of it. So I'd, right. I'd be surprised if they held anything against them. Okay. I'm going to put Jimbo on here as a question mark as well, just because that's a volatile enough group that things could get yeah. sideways pretty fast. So It's fun to put yeah. Jimbo on a hot seat. Um, it's probably too early for either of the Virginia schools in practicality, correct? Yeah. Even though in spirit, that seat is burning up. Both seats either, are either of those places are firing somebody after year two. Well, it, that's uh, I'm I'm all for change. Being the change I'd like to see in the world, right? You know, <laughs> so. Right. Well, Logan, uh, the Powerball I think I saw is at eight hundred fifty million. Oh, I could become a power broker. So you could become an extremely super booster. <laughs> ESB. They call me the ESB. Extremely super really? booster. Really enact some change you want to see. The the Logan Whitehouse family offensive coordinator position. Uh, after I wrest it from Matt Schaub's family's hands, will be. Uh... I'll, I'll proofread your letter, your letter to Carla, dear Bruce Williams. I'm writing to petition you. It's your boy at Log One the Dawn. <laughs> Coming, Coming at to you live <laughs> from Stewart, Florida. <laughs> I have acquired. <laughs> Recently, I acquired approximately four hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Right, and I am prepared to 
peel off 22 million of them to pay out this bum and and so we can move on like adults but i'm just kidding he's not a bum i'm sure he's working hard all right i think that's good for hot seat talk but i'm excited that it's back because this is truly what we live for it's not picking games that's all right where we shine. that's firing what two people. of you that's what you two live for i just want to go lives fire i want to go on record as not being a huge fan of it. oh you know what real quick let's circle back to michigan state um, oh yeah Midwest ties, maybe has had some time away from the game, has been good for him. Let's toss Justin Fuente up on, on the board. Oh, boy. Love it. Michigan State recruiting Texas. We love to see it. Justin Fuente yep. uh, as the head coach, Bronco, D.C., a real a real Virginia squadron Oof. reunion. Tough. Bronco's not working for him. <laughs> that's a tough That's a tough. <laughs> Just a couple of, couple of real recruiters there. Real people, people. <laughs> well, when Bronco rolls into town with Breaker and Raider and and Ryder and Dustin, Cutter, you're forgetting Cutter. Dustin, <laughs> sorry, Cutter. <laughs> okay, let's talk a few games. Not the best week we've ever seen coming up this week. That's why we have Billy no. Dallied and getting to it. But um, first things first, the game of the year, according to the Fox promos I was watching when. Colorado is getting drubbed 35-0 at halftime. USC at Colorado. What's the line on this? Is it like USC minus like 27, 26 and a half? Something like that, probably. Uh, I, I think Colorado might be able to move the ball a little bit more. They'll be... It's only 21 and a half. Okay. That's just, I guess the, the, they're valuing them the same as Oregon at home. Interesting. Yeah. Um... Yeah, maybe USC's defense sucks too, so they're probably down to give up some points. USC kind of had a weird game against Arizona State last week. I don't know that they were game, maybe. I don't know that they were ever like not in control, but they, I think they only beat Arizona State playing with like 42 scholarship players and zero linemen that have ever played linemen before um, by 14. So shout out to Alex Grinch, stealing money continuously. I watched like 10 minutes of that game and it was like, it just felt like Arizona state was like pulling out every trick in the book. It was like, I think I saw a like reverse pass and like two other things wildly entertaining. Full I, five love, I, I love the full like backyard. What is Jordan yeah. called? Backyard. Offense. <laughs> the go-go off. The go-go offense. I, I did see. Still at Texas. I did see a funny tweet. I think it might have been from Spencer Hall, who said that he knew that Kenny Dillingham was going to be a successful coach based on the like amount that like you can tell losing these football games hurts him. <laughs> like <laughs> he just looks so sad and dejected after every game. It's like, oh yeah, that guy's going to be a good coach. He takes this way too seriously. But okay, well, I guess we'll see if Colorado can bounce back and score some points. But I don't expect that. Uh, I don't expect that USC is going to have too many problems. Slight yeah, track I'll, meet I'll potential. Throw them in though. a couple of teasers. Yeah, slight track meet potential though. Could be a fun game. Colorado um, looks pretty on the camera too. The air yeah. is very clear there. That's right. Do you All think right. the like Fox uh, television crews have just been doing like month long Airbnbs in Boulder, or Dude. are they? It's very. I, mean, I don't know. They're there every week. Yeah. Yeah, they've been there. They've been there. What three times? Well, I guess the the TCU game was at TCU, right? Yes. Yeah. But they have covered four games, two of them at Colorado. Yeah. They will have after this week. So, yeah, it's a good question, Jordan. All right, Georgia is at Auburn. This one in years. In this is Georgia's like permanent 
West crossover game. It's usually a pretty fun game. I don't think this year is going to be that fun. I am excited to see Georgia against maybe like some talent um, that they'll have yeah. to potentially try to like, you know, deal with. But seems like they kind of dawdled a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was it seven to seven in the second quarter against uh, um, freaking UAB? I think I think that's right. Yeah. So Trent Dilford, you know, he runs a tight ship over there. Trent Dilford, Michigan State. Oh gosh! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trent Dilford um, looks different. Have you seen him? No. Well, I saw him like week one. SVP had him on one of the sports centers. Um, but I don't remember thinking like, whoa, he goes on, he goes on, he used to go on Rosillo's show a lot. Um, I think they're boys and I, I appreciate him on the mic. He's good on the mic. Um, he's, uh, like ultra confident in what he's talking about, which is probably why he interviewed well and got a head football coaching job with minimal experience. But, uh, yeah, he just looks a little swollen. That's all. Okay. Swollen, swollen Trent. You guys can be tuning into this one. Uncle Vern, uncle Gary. Well, is it 3.30? If it's 3.30, it it's not Uncle Gary. Okay, it Remember. is 3.30, so Uncle Gary's not doing SEC games. This has to be killing him. Yeah, what game is he doing this is. week? Is it... Whatever the Big Ten yeah. night game is, right? It's not LSU Ole Miss at night. That's an ESPN game. I don't even know what they're big. Yeah, <laughs> brutal. Brutal yeah. for Uncle Gary. All right, uh, UVA is at Boston College in your... Sheets sicko mode game of the week. Well, um, you say that. You say that's the sicko mode game of the week, but let's hear. Pittsburgh let's is playing Virginia Tech, so yeah. <laughs> that's a very good point. Let's, let's not just write it off. Is all I'm saying. This is true. UVA UVA BC is like the volatility sicko mode game of the week. Potentially, that, it could be like uh, thirty one thirty after three quarters. Yeah. Boston College. Uh, it's elevated sicko potential because it's on the CW. That's right. But it's Very also true. detracted sicko potential because uh, UVA is making a quarterback change. Did we get a reason yeah. for that? Or are you still, are you still he, embargoing yourself from any UVA football coverage for sanity reasons? I'm pretty much embargoing, self-embargoing, <laughs> but I think Tony Elliott has had a stance of, like, you're not going to lose a job because of injury. Yeah. So I think if Musket is finally fully healthy – he won the job in camp, and injury was the only reason he got replaced. The, so I think uh, this is their opportunity to say, okay, let's see what you got. The, but I wonder how short the leash will be. The quotes I saw from media availability, it was literally uh, Elliot was basically just like, he's the starting quarterback, so when he's healthy, he's going to start. And, yeah, I think it's it's just his to lose. And if he loses, I, I would imagine it would be – Quick, like if they're just not moving at all, but hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, not a great position for the for the old musket to be thrown into, but we'll we'll see. And unless he's ready to ball, in which case it it F- does have to ball. be refreshing for him though to be playing different athletes than Tennessee's. Like his first action was against an SEC defense. I was about to say he could have he could have come out of the injury shed like into Clemson's defense or something to that effect, and that would have been. Significantly less enjoyable than right. a trip to beautiful Chestnut Hill. Right. 
Probably not going to be a red bandana game either. <laughs> so right. he's got that off. The great, track. great point, Jordan. You're full of them tonight. All right, so uh, we'll we'll check in on the musket if we can get the CW. I, I might have to download the app and see if maybe I'll go over to DJ's house. He he lives close by and see if he's got a login for me. I did see on Twitter our guy OG who thirty four refer to him as Tony Gunpowder, <laughs> which I like. I don't hate it. I can get down with it. <laughs> Uh, all right, and the Dukes of James Madison, Madison, James Madison, um, South Alabama is uh, coming to Harrisonburg. The Dukes are welcoming South Alabama, the house that Mickey Matthews nearly built. Um, how are the vibes? They're two and two. They have a win over Oklahoma State, and yeah, there not, some weird, weird things going on in South Alabama. They get good defense, right? Allegedly, they what? Good defense. Um, sort of, they're kind of a, Supposed kind to be of a good. fascinating team because they went to Oklahoma State and drubbed them and then went home and lost to Central Michigan last week. So, yes, they did. fire up um, chips, Jim, Jim Hackleway and the boys. So, I don't know if anybody knows what to expect. They have, uh, they have run the ball very well the last couple of years. They have a very big running back. Yeah, they got a a big board, thick one. Um, is there, who's their head coach? Kane Womack. Is gosh, he their head coach, to... or is he is he someone else's head coach? He's uh, one of those guys that gets like the Billy Napier treatment sometimes, and in, in like up yeah, and coming up up and coming coach who's going to be like an SEC ball coach one day kind of guy, the rising star <laughs> Womack. Um, but yeah, they have they have a big running back. They have a very big offensive line. Uh, but JMU obviously has an outstanding run defense. Uh, obviously, that is true. It'll be it'll be interesting. It's I think it's family weekend, I believe, and wow. oh. noon kick on the U. Now, so oh. national television coming to Harrisonburg. There are going to be more eyeballs on JMU than UVA. There's a good chance just by default. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting. I wouldn't expect a. Uh, a barn burner of a game, but that said, <laughs> JMU has been known to give up a big play, and South Al has been known to give up some rushing yards. So it might be. I thought last week was going to be a like slugfest, and forty-five to thirty-eight later, it was not so much. But um, so, did I we know. ever get any? Did we ever get any fallout from the cell phone situation on the sideline? With yes. let's get let's get down to brass tacks here. Like what? A happened? public reprimand was issued by who? The Sun Belt. But JMU is like not really part of the Sun They're Belt. They're like, they can get reprimanded by the Sun Belt. They can get reprimanded by the Sun Belt, but they can't win it. I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't just, disagree I'm just with looking, that. We I'm are, just we are. My dad. I'm just looking for fair treatment. The coach should have crotch chopped him when, he, when they said that. He should have got two cell phones, his work phone and his freaking bat phone, and crotch chopped him right there. That would have been awesome. He would have got hired. I'm fully <laughs> on board with this logic. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, like, I mean, come on, public yeah. reprimand. I mean, I think the goal right now is to just go like, I guess so you can publicly reprimand. Make, right here. make uh, it super James awkward. Is currently favored by three in this game. Wow. So what? The line is currently JMU minus three. So it is. I think that's probably I think that's probably fair. So it's a toss up. Some are saying a neutral site toss up. I would take the Dukes. Yeah. Yeah. Love the Dukes. Lock the damn gates. All right. Speaking of which, Jordan, lock the gates. Take us to Pickville. Pickville, here we come. Uh, 
while I pull up the spreadsheet, guys, it, it's Ryder Cup weekend. That's oh, right. Yeah. Um, we're going to put ourselves on the spot very fast. Score prediction. Winning team, how many points do they acquire out of a possible 28? USA, 15 and a half. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just go. I'll go over that. <laughs> 16. <laughs> I'm taking Europe with 16. <sighs> nice. That's fair. Um, I do have uh, I have some action on both teams winning between one and by between one and three points. So I just needed to not be a tie. Hmm. Or a blowout. Or a blowout. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I'd be I would be surprised if it was a blowout in either direction. Europe's like top crew is awesome, and then things really get kind of weird. So that's the thing. Europe, Europe really needs like Rory and Rom and Victor to play, like, like to Rory, each Rom kill. And Victor. Yeah, right. To each kill. None of those guys can no show, yeah. and they need the bench to like play punch above. They need like Sepp Straka to like really, yeah. really bring it. But, but I think you can also count on like there's a lot of Americans who this is their first yeah. Ryder Cup in Europe. Like Scotty's down to make some bad shots under pressure. Scotty's down to miss a couple of five footers for par is what Scotty's down to do. That's probably true. I don't know. I don't know. He's the, I don't know that he's the target though. It's really good. I'm just saying he's like, he's one of these guys like, Oh, Scotty's just going to like, I'm more like post baby Brooks Kepka is down to shank. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) But I don't think you, I think you're also going into it, not counting on Brooks for four points. A lot of, maybe you would be, Scotty. A lot of fun haircuts for Team USA, though. Happy oh. to see that. Love yep. of freedom mullet. Sam Burns' mm-hmm. mullet looks incredible. A lot of good memeable content that out of Sam Burns. A very Alabama mullet going on. He's embracing his role. The, the Sig- really he looks like the like the the rush chair for Sigma Nu. Just like all I want, <laughs> really, the one of the biggest like non-team result things that I want is for I need JT to get like two and a half points. Because I'm just so tired of hearing about, oh, God, he's part of the boys club and he sucks. Like, I'm, I'm sick of that. I, it's, yeah. It exhausts me. It's a team. It's a, it's a true team. Europe yeah, has like gone to... with, like, not necessarily the most talented 12 for, like, 30 years. Roll in freaking Ian Poulter out for, like, decades. If Sergio yeah, wasn't part of Liv, he would be at this Ryder Cup. That's what, like, what are we doing? It's yeah. crazy. All right. I have the spreadsheet open. Continue. Um, <laughs> We're going to start with a Friday night game. Ooh. This is a ranked on ranked. We are back to the Conference of Champions. Yes, that's right. It's the Pac-12. <laughs> They're still punching away in the top 25. Jordan, Jordan and I have gotten uh, irritated texts about not touching on the Pac-12's success. So. I wouldn't say irritated, just more quizzical. Not fair. I just, I think um, I just... Never mind. <laughs> but it's fine. We love you, Stu, baby. Yeah. Uh, Utah is at Oregon State. The Beavers... The home Beavers, favored by three and a half. Jason. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I trust Oregon State enough to have them as favorites over Utah. Um, I don't think Utah's played a complete game yet, and they still have not looked super bad. They didn't look great at Baylor. They didn't look great against Florida, but like. I think it's just their style of play. They still, yeah. Like, I don't. I don't think they want to look great. I think they want right, to right, I think you they into just the torture like, rack and slowly gonna, watch the life drain right. from your eyes. We're gonna sit on you till you die. Um, and I, I think that one of these times they're bound to like 
like do Give something. Up 17 points. Right, do something on offense, and um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think Oregon State is is good, but I don't I don't like them enough for them to be favorites over Utah. So I'm going to take the Utes. By the way, I'm I'm going to go on record as saying not a fan of Utah's new logo. I'll say that the double U, the double U. Oh, yeah. I love it. I think it looks sweet. But I, I'm a sucker for like those block letter classic logos. Like when Florida rolls out the like old school like Florida basketball jerseys. I think, awesome. well, I think that's I think I like them as like retro kind of one offs. I don't uh, know if I like this one as a mainstay. I think yeah. they look really good when they wear the all white. I think Utah looks really good with that helmet. Oh, I'll, I'll keep my mind open. I'll the keep my mind. Looks good. I'll keep my mind. I do you think when they go? very red with their uniforms like they did last week it kind of looks houston-ish yes the way they use interlock. I, think, I think that that kind of interlocking like houston looks like that kentucky looks like that like there's always a joke that kentucky is just houston stepped on and like i don't know i think it's just it's a very plain and the repeated you is it hits my eye my hits my eyes weird i'll give you myself talk a about some, you want to talk about some bad jerseys kentucky's got bad bad unis Really oh, we'll, we'll get yeah. to them. Yeah, we will. Um, I'm also going to take Utah here. Strength through their defense. Uh, Oregon State's coming off of a tough, tough one against Washington State. The score of that game probably closer than the game actually was itself. Um, short turnaround for them. Uh, so yeah, I'll take the Utes and that defense. I am interested to see how DJU and that defense matchup. Because yeah. I think this is the first time Utah's going to be facing, and maybe the only time, truly. There's really only one DJU. Um, right. We've, we've often for better and for worse. So, we'll see. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, if it was three, I think I would like Oregon State. Or if it was two and a half, I think I would like Oregon State. Maybe I should say, but uh, it's not. So I'm going to take Utah. Just seems like this seems like a, a three point game, and yeah, I think uh, I, I just think I, I doubt that Oregon State is bringing a whole lot more to the table than UCLA did from an offensive scheme and and talent standpoint. I think Oregon State is good. Good story. Um, shout out to Jonathan Smith. Maybe auditioning for the for the uh for the michigan state job you know who's to say um he wants to he wants to go to the big 10 after making a big stink about, about all the schools leaving the big 10 but uh yeah i'll take utah here um they seem to be really figuring it out without rising and um they just they're def- i just i'm i'm exceedingly curious how a team like them plays just such rock solid good defense in today's day and age because uh, even like there's a like, don't seem to give up a lot of points ever. And it's just, it's really surprising because yeah, yeah, good defenses even nowadays give up points. So give me the Utes. All right. We move to Saturday, a nooner. This is our only uh, not ranked on ranked matchup. Uh, I threw this in because I knew Logan would want to go uh, in depth about the Gators anyhow. Um, so we've got Florida Thanks. at Kentucky. Uh, the Wildcats are favored by one at home. I am exceedingly curious about what kind of Florida team shows up in this. You and uh, me both, brother. Great against Tennessee. 
Uh, as Logan mentioned in previous episodes, they did not look great on the road last season. Um, this is this feels kind of kind of pivotal for for Coach Billy, right? Like he got his signature win at home, uh, maybe his second signature win after the Utah game last year. In its first game ever, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, so he's racking up signature home wins, but can he take the next step, put a finished product together for four quarters on the road? I think it helps Florida that this is a nooner and not a night game. Um, Mm. Kroger Field. Kroger Field is just buzzing and nice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So one-point favorite. Our my my guy, our guy. I don't know uh, if either of you follow Parker Fleming at Statso War. Uh, his advanced analytics have Kentucky by six and a half in wow. this. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go with the numbers, purely numbers. I'm going to take Kentucky, uh, but I will be rooting for Florida and maybe even sprinkle a little bit on the money mm. line just mm. to get nasty. Don't hate it. Yeah, uh, some late, uh, late like big line movement in this one. Um, I think it was three and a half as early as this morning, and it went to Florida plus one or Kentucky minus one, Florida plus one, whatever. So um, that's curious. I don't know necessarily what would be motivating that. Devin Leary is the quarterback for Kentucky. Remember him? Um, yeah, NC- he was the uh, fisticuffs at the NC- bowl game, right? No, or no, that was a different guy. Sorry, apologies. Yeah, that was a different guy. Um, Devin Leary was the NC State quarterback last year. That's right. Uh, one of the many they trod. Yes, right. Yeah, he got hurt and missed most of the season. A lot of buzz. Um, Kentucky's been pretty meh on offense. Not a surprise. Their defense, I think, has been really good. I think they got two pick sixes last week, uh, and that is certainly awesome if you're Kentucky and you want to play disruptive defense. I think they have a Sean McVay disciple uh, as their offensive coordinator. So, you know, they run a very, they run a multiple uh, pro style set. And uh, yeah, I, I, Jordan, you're, you're on it with like which Florida team shows up. I, I'm hoping that last week from like, from the Florida fan standpoint, I'm hoping last week was a, we're going to go ahead and just be okay with kicking field goals here. And maybe like, we'll have some extra motivation to yell at the boys this week. Uh, and, you know, uh, maybe we don't want to show our whole goal line package just to, just to make sure we score a touchdown, which like, I mean, you could have scored one touchdown, right? Like that would have been nice. Um, but anyhow, I, uh, I'm hoping that's the case. I think this can be low scoring. I think the over under is like 44 Ooh. total gross. So um, should be a pretty low scoring game. I don't know who that favors, to be honest with you. Um, Florida's been like really good with the football. They haven't turned it over very much. They've run it well. Um, I think I'm going to take Florida. Big game, big game, Billy, on the road. One point spread. Gators getting some love. Why not? I am also going to take Florida. Um, I don't think, you know, I. I don't think Florida is, you know, all world talent or anything like that, but I know for damn sure that they are more talented than any team Kentucky's lined up against this year. Um, Kentucky has wins over Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron, and Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. So, Powerhouses. 
And they had two pick sixes against Vanderbilt last week, so you can factor that into the score. Yep, and they only beat Eastern Kentucky by 11 at home. And I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think they've really shown a lot. And I do think this game being at noon helps. And yeah, I think I'll uh, I'll take Florida's dudes over Kentucky. I do think I think to to jump off what Jordan said about which Florida team it will be. This is cliche, but like it will be completely up to Florida what the result of this game is. I think if they, Ooh, I like that. If they play well, they're gonna they'll win by two two and a half touchdowns. If they don't, then yeah, Kentucky could very very definitely beat them. So, uh, Logan, do we know the the status of uh, young young Mister Wilson's collarbone? Is he a go? I don't know if he is. If they've announced, there was I think general optimism. Okay. Toward, uh, well, we'll keep an eye on that. Eugene Wilson. He avoided a long-term injury. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll need to we'll need to take a look. Maybe maybe that caused some of the line movement. Some some of the trainers injury maybe. report. So two hours ago, so center Kingsley Iguakan and wide receiver Eugene Wilson will return to the Gator starting lineup on Saturday. There you okay. go. So. Florida makes it a point to get him the ball. Um, if Florida can be patient like they were against Tennessee, I think that they should be able to take the upper hand in this game because I think like across the board they're probably more talented than Kentucky. But um, they, Florida's going to need to do the thing they did against Tennessee and stay ahead of the change and be patient and score in the red zone. And They didn't really do much of that last week, so we'll see. All right. 3.30 p.m., the Kansas Jayhawks, the undefeated Kansas Jayhawks, go to Austin, Texas to take on the Horns. Will Matthew McConaughey be there, or are the Jayhawks not big enough a draw for him? Only time will tell. Uh, Texas favored by 16 and a half at home, and it is Logan's turn. Oof. 16 and a half gross i think this one is asking for me to take kansas to cover because i think we're all going to remember that kansas beat texas a couple years ago and it was like oh big deal kansas is i'm not going to take the bait here i'm gonna take texas to cover at home is what i'm saying um i think the depth in the defensive in the trenches uh is going to be the big deciding factor in this game and um as much fun as kansas is and as kind of like cool their scheme is i just I don't see that being able to hold up against the defensive line that we saw like dominate Alabama a couple weeks ago. So if Texas is, is focused, this should not, they should not have a problem covering. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm going to Logan, we're riding together a lot this week for better or worse. That's right. Um, I, along the same vein as the last game, I don't think Kansas has played anybody with Texas's talent. Um, They, they they beat BYU last week, um, but I don't. I think it's a significant step up to um, to go into DKR and and hang with Texas. So I I like the that it's sixteen and a half and not seventeen. Um, I think Texas had a weird couple of weeks. They kind of got back on track a little bit at Baylor last week, uh, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. hook them. All right, I'm also going to take Texas here. Uh... I think 
there was probably some hangover from the Alabama victory in terms of focus and get after it, which is natural. These are college-aged young men. Uh, stuff happens. Um, I think, I mean, it's weird to say this, but I think Kansas is a high-profile enough opponent to to capture Texas's well, I think, attention. Are there, there are still people on the team that lost to Kansas, aren't there? That'd be, I would imagine. Yeah. So, was that a Les Miles joint? Is around then? <laughs> Hard to say. Yeah. Um, I also like that Texas was able against Alabama. They got after a mobile quarterback. Uh, I think Jalen Daniels is a different kind of mobile quarterback than Jalen Milrow is. Um, so there's going to be some tweaks necessary there maybe, but Texas has the dudes to do it, and I don't think Kansas has the same beef as Alabama up front to provide protection. So I'll take Texas. So we talked about it as if it was ancient history. It was two seasons ago. <laughs> I feel like it was – I thought it was at Kansas though, wasn't it? Do they play, do they play like a weird order of these games? Um, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll poke around. You know, it's not that important to figure out. Parkinson was already the coach. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Oh, it. Speaking of Sark, three thirty kick. So we should see some Sark oh, glasses. sunglasses. Yeah, we uh, gotta, we yeah, gotta check point. the sunglasses. Great we, um, it was, it was in Austin. Oh, okay. Wow, jeez. Don't remember that at all. They burned down the Alamo. That's in six p.m. San Antonio. All right. LSU is at Ole Miss. Uh, Yay. I mean. <laughs> Why I am I like, game... I'm like not excited about this, which is silly because yeah. it should be a good game, but. Yeah, I'll watch. And yeah. it's like the only thing kicking off at six that has <laughs> anything remotely interesting. It's like, the, looking. it's like the NCAA tournament. You always got to find the game that is in the hole of the other games. So you got constant yeah, action. Staggered there. start is yeah. a big deal. And. I would like to see college football embrace that more. We we get forward. some weird ones this week. UVA is playing at two. Yeah. Love that. So I could go straight from the CW to whatever channel <laughs> this is on. <laughs> Not miss a beat. Um, LSU is favored by two and a half on the road in the Grove. What say you, Jason? Oh, God. This is a horrible line. Um, also, I checked... It, that was Lance Leopold's first season, so it was just the same coaching matchup two years ago. But, wow. Yeah. Um, I I feel like I can't use actual reason and logic for this game. I'm going to take Ole Miss at home. Uh, just I like a home dog. Uh, I I'm telling you, I don't. I, this is just pure vibes. I have no idea. Um, Fresh I, vibes I, pick of the week. Lane, has, Lane hasn't been running his mouth this week, so that might be a good thing. You he's know? quiet. It's, he's, he's, he's humbled. Quiet. He's a, he's yeah, a famous Lane humbled up? Lane. <laughs> what um, does he mean by that? What does he what, mean? What could that mean? LSU didn't look awesome against Arkansas last week. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Give me the ribs. All right, I'm going to take LSU. Um, I worry that there's maybe some being beat twice by Alabama potential mm. in this for Ole Miss. Um, yeah. I wonder if some of the pep has been taken out of 
the grove that would have potentially been there had they shown better so peppy. in Tuscaloosa. In the peppiest um, grove. But hey, if uh, if LSU drops this one, I'm comfortable warming up Brian Kelly's. Oh, let's, okay. let's, let's get that party started. You're crazy. Um, so I like it. I like LSU here too. I'll I'll be short with it, but um, I think LSU is better than Alabama. So okay, that works for me. Okay, our night capper, the bell of the ball. Ladies and gentlemen, college game day is headed to Durham, Durham. and is it's not the, for basketball. Is this the first time that Duke's got one? It is the first time. Wow. Uh, speaking of schools Virginia's in that never category, which is getting smaller and smaller by the day, mm-hmm. um, I think Northwestern is in in that group. Wow. Uh, if not, I just wanted a reason to bring this up. I saw it tweeted today. <laughs> that uh, Penn State practiced without music for the latter portion of practice to replicate the game day environment. In Evanston? James James Franklin apparently had to said something to the effect of like, well, you just got to be honest about like what's what's ahead of you or something like that. (laughs) And as a Medill grad, that ruffles my feathers. Mike Greenberg has to be furious right now. Furious. Um, can you name the, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six schools that haven't hosted college game day, UVA, according to this Virginia, random list? Northwestern. Uh, apparently Northwestern has. I don't, okay. I don't believe they're on the list. Apologies hmm. to Medill. Michigan, I, Iowa State. Uh, not on the list. Michigan State. Not on the list. Arizona State. Uh, they got to be on it. Arizona. Nope. Hmm. Is it a Syracuse? Syracuse is on the list. Wow, nice, Jordan. Boston College. Boston College is not on the list. What? Oh, you know uh, they hosted Maddie, the Red Band Maddie, the other day. Well, Maddie Ice and the, and the boys. Yeah. Got a good one. Um, Minnesota? Wake Forest. Neither on the list. Uh, Vanderbilt. Famous Vanderbilt. historic rival of Virginia. Oh, Louisville. Maryland. In the, in the Big Ten, Big, Maryland, yeah. Wow, that's that sucks for Maryland. Um, Vanderbilt, not on the list. Missouri, not on the list. How is Vanderbilt on the list? But to be fair, I, this is the first Google hit, so it's hard to say. Hmm. Uh, the others are Cal, Illinois, oh. and Rutgers. I'm surprised that Ron Zook and Juice Williams didn't get one that year. You mm-hmm. know, they really had it cooking. Chiano didn't even get one when he was chopping wood. It's hard to tell. Ray Rice and the boys. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> For all this to say, congrats to Duke. That's right. They're hosting the 7.30 p.m. contest against Notre Dame. Notre Dame favored by five and a half on the road. Uh, I would like to take the under in this game. Yes, please. Um, don't know what the number is. I have it at 52. Oh. I'd like to blindly punch the under over and over. You think this is going to be a 28 um, 24 game? I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm going to take Notre Dame here. I just think they have the athletes. Uh, I think Duke, like, 
great story. They're definitely trending correctly. Coach Elko can really coach him up. He's, he's a solid coach. I am sold on would he, Mike Elko. Would he go to Michigan State? Is Michigan State a good enough step up from Duke? I, I would think it would be resources-wise and profile-wise. I don't know if you want to make the move that soon. I don't know what kind of mover and shaker Coach Elko is. Do you think Michigan State sees hiring Duke's coach as like slumming it or some crap? I think they would be fools to, especially given what that is he's a, done. That is a very different question <laughs> well, when I mean, you consider college athletics the, administrators. They hired Colorado's head coach. Yeah, Colorado's at least got some historic power. Well, it's been a while. But, well, yeah, it's Duke's, pretty coach to Duke's Duke. the cradle of coaches. Freaking Cutcliffe was getting it done for decades. Cradle of coaches. Even Cutcliffe was there for like 47 years. You might have heard of him, Jason. <laughs> yeah, the Manning boys basically owe their football careers to Duke football. Everybody crazy. knows that. So anyhow, I'm taking Notre Dame. They didn't win by a tud. And I will be betting the under. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I'm going to take Duke. Good defense. Notre Dame doesn't doesn't do a good job throwing the ball, moving the ball like outside of the numbers. Um, I don't that they they're not as dynamic as I think I would like them to be. The handsome Sam experience. Um, I just think this plays into under, and if the under goes, then I could see it being a close game. So I like Duke. Yeah, I'm gonna. All that's fair. I'm gonna take Notre Dame. Uh, I think they are going to be. Properly motivated uh, after an annoying loss. I don't think they'll let it beat him twice. Doesn't seem like Marcus Freeman's way. Um, and I think they are uh, significantly better than anybody Duke has seen since Clemson, for sure. Uh, almost certainly including Clemson, and that was a month ago. So um, I, uh, I like Notre Dame to, to turn it back on in Durham. I feel like Clemson and Notre Dame are similar squads this year. Notre Dame probably has a better quarterback situation, but like, I think both of them have similar, like the defense is, I think clearly the strength of the team. Um, I I think they're both the offense has its moments, but they kind of like, I think lean on the defense to like get ahead of the game. And and they kind of like let the snowball effect come into play. And also it's not like, I mean, Duke did kind of benefit wildly in that game from some like, Clump fluky, heavy some fluky clumps stuff. And shenanigans. <laughs> so, some turnover um, luck, some some dabbling, some clumsoning, even. Some might say. Right. Uh, did but y'all what see a win tweet for Duke. From, from like two weeks ago where someone was like, oh man, Notre Dame only had 10 men on the field and this oh, can't yeah. happen. Whoever, <laughs> yeah. Like this can't happen against yep. better opponents. Yeah. The you got to factor that in. Riley, Riley Leonard out there pulling the trigger against, you know, the 10 guys. He can count. Those yeah. nerds at Duke can count. <laughs> they, they know a mismatch when they see one. Yep. All right. So, so, anyways, so that's Pickville. Taking the Irish. Best of luck to you all, unless you picked against me in that case. Yep. You know, you know how it goes. Eat my shorts, so to speak. Two consensus picks. Uh, so far this year, the consensus pick is ugh, not good. Uh, yeah, I was told that uh, over the life of our podcast, the consensus pick 
has. I was told. <laughs> uh, it's one and three so far this year, from what I can. Okay, that's right. not too far off our general records. My general records. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, so, I'm fresh off a great. Like I said, the board has right. never been clearer for me. That's, the vibes are up. Yeah, ride it, Jason. You're riding, you know, the extended summer of Jason to a degree right now. Are you going to be locked in for all? Ryder Cup TV viewing, or are you? What, what's your approach? I'm going to set the alarm early. Um, I do not believe I will be up for the start of team matches. Uh, do you want me to? Do you want me to text matches. you at 4:30 when my alarm goes off, Jason? I'm good. I'm all, I'm right. all set. I think I'm all right. Um, <laughs> so I will be. My goal. I think the the second match, the second like round of matches starts at like 7:30. The afternoon session. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think that that's a rough estimate. Um, I think I'm going to aim to try to be up for that each day. Um, and I think that gets me up just after the final singles matches go off. Uh, I might, I might aim a little bit earlier on Sunday just for that reason, but I'm going to try to catch more. I'm going to try to see more than half of the matches live. Yeah. Gosh. What is the what tee off at one thirty-five a.m. on Friday? I think it's all on NBC, straight through the whole time. Oh, great. Are they going to have the loud helicopter overhead? Probably. There's probably some Peacock involved as well. There's a yeah. decent chance they shove some stuff to Peacock, but this might be big enough they don't mess around with it. I don't know. Oh, man. Can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited. Mm. Cool. Will be a good time. Uh, you know, maybe a little Pac-12 after dark, dovetail right into, you know, maybe you can catch the beginning of the match, Jason, and then get your, like, just catch the reach oh my around. God. I was I was completely wrong on this. I must have just seen the Sunday schedule, both Friday and Saturday, straight through on USA Network. Oh, oh no, yeah. right or wrong again. Friday on USA. <laughs> <laughs> well, some Notre Dame football has got to play sometimes. You got to remember true. this. Just as a little note, my computer took like it loaded the page in like chunks, so it was constantly jumping around. So, uh, opposite of free ads, get your together lenovo um anyways fridays on usa the whole way saturday 130 to 3 on usa so i don't need to worry about that at all the rest of the way on nbc and then sunday singles is all on nbc Sweet. sunday singles don't start till 5 30 a.m so i might catch all of those i might get up early and just oh uh, that's nice of them yeah shotgun a bang energy drink on the porch throw a brisket on the smoky get it going for america um, yeah, so get, if, we, if we have any interests, have so you what? been smoking meats during the summer of Jason? Do you have any meat smoking plans? Uh, I've I've busted it out once or twice, not as much as I would like to, um, but the the plan is for the fall, particularly some college football Saturdays that I did not used to have open, to mm. get some ribs, get some pork butt. Good after. Have you ever, have so. you ever done a full brisket? I still have not done a full brisket. I think I've done both sides of it, but I've never done a full one. Yeah. It's an undertaking. You have to have... Oh, yeah, it's a daunting. That's probably a Saturday night. You have to be prepared night, to but... eat brisket as well. <laughs> not, not only... I'm going to find only... a lot of friends to cook this brisket. <laughs> well, it's a perfect opportunity to gather around yeah. and make announcements, you know? That's always been my problem is not having enough friends and not being social enough. So I think this would be a good chance. Said this. Yeah. Not extroverted enough. So. <laughs> that's not true 
You have plenty of friends, Jason. Don't ever let anyone tell you that. Thanks, man. I would hate I would hate for someone to tell you like you don't like fun or things yeah. like that, you know. That's who would ever do that? Hater of fun. Hater hater of fun. Okay, on that note, this has been the Wheel Rob Podcast. Thank you, guys, listeners, for making it through extended golf and smoker talk at the end of the podcast. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Wheel Rob Podcast. You can send us emails, wheelroutpodcast at gmail.com. You can get the show from your favorite podcast acquisition service. And you can also go to the website, which is thewheelroute.com. You can see the show there. You can stream the show from directly from the website. You can also see the pick tracker and see pictures of our face. So uh, faces, respective faces, not just our collective face. Um, until we meet again, we love you guys. Go Gators. Go Hoos. Go Dukes. Go Dukes.